Years ago, I was at my daughter's dance class and I had recently moved to the area. It was a new town and I didn't really know many people. Well, one mom and I, you know, we became friendly and we chummed it up for an hour each week at the dance studio. And one day she said to me, you need to meet my friend. And she gave me her number. So I texted this woman and we met for coffee. That coffee date changed so much for me. You know, always believe it when someone says you need to meet somebody. You know, I met a kindred spirit that day. You know, someone who was on the same journey as me. And it was a journey to help other women, help other women move forward and the journey of the female entrepreneur. And we have been a part of each other's journeys now for years. So today I am welcoming Sarah Walton to the show. She's a business mentor, speaker, and the host of the Game on Girlfriend podcast. You know, I mentioned community a lot here. You know, community, it's so important. Your community, they're the people that you learn with, you grow with, you celebrate with. It's who you turn to when shit goes down in the world and you need someone to relate to. Well, Sarah has been all of this to me, and I'm thrilled to have her here today. You're listening to The Long Game Podcast with Sandra Scaiano. In a world where everyone is doing, it's easy to get lost in a sea of comparison, secret tricks, and promises of overnight success. The Long Game is my approach to business, the actual day-in and day-out philosophy that you have to show up, you have to do the work, and there's no quick fixes for long-term success. I'm a web designer, digital strategist, and energetic thinker, and I'm here to share the process and lessons I experience with my clients daily who are going through the same struggles of building a business as you are. We'll hear from successful entrepreneurs sharing their long game strategies, and I'm fun, so we're going to have a little fun along the way too. Thanks for being here. Let's get to today's episode. So I am so excited for today's guest. And it's people like this that you have known over the years that are so valuable, friends, colleagues. Today, my guest is business mentor, author, speaker, course creator, membership site creator, Sarah Walton. And um, we go way back and I'm really like thrilled, thrilled. I'm jumping out of my seat today to have Sarah here. So, Well, I'm so excited to be here with you, I have to say. We did see each other yesterday in hey. for the first time in a long time. So it's just super exciting twice in one week. Listen, after 2020, we get to get excited all the time whenever we want, right? I'm Those are the rules now. <laughs> seriously, seriously. <laughs> so, you know, that is one thing though. We were we were just talking about how that value of this longtime friends, you know, building this community in your women's entrepreneur network, like how we can watch each other grow and see each other change. And that's something that we share. We share with a a group of our friends and other colleagues of ours. And um, it's something I always impart on my clients who are just entering in. I'm like, the best thing you can do is go out and find other people. Like, just go buy a course so that you're in a Facebook group with somebody or go... So true. So that you have this, you know, go out. I mean, obviously this past year hasn't been a lot of networking, but those networking events and the dinners and all of those things where you get to meet people and connect. I mean, that to me has been one of the the, the pieces that's kept me going all these years. Just no, having I, that. 
I could not agree more. And it's so funny. I was thinking yesterday when we met, do you remember when I used to do monthly dinners? I miss that so much. We used to do monthly dinners where we'd sit around a table, we'd talk about what we needed, we'd I'd create a lesson for everybody. I miss that so much and I can't even believe it. And I was thinking about our original masterminds in my house. I used to have them in my house. (laughs) I would have sandwiches and chips and people would come in and we'd round table and talk about what we wanted to do in our businesses and what we'd want to see in the next month. And I mean, it is so, I think, unique and special. You want to talk about the long game to be able to do that with a group that you really, you can trust, that you actually enjoy their company and you can watch the journey with each other. I just think it's, it is invaluable. And I love that you tell people to do that. I think that's so smart. Totally. And that is, you just hit it. You know, that journey together, take that journey together, even though you don't talk every day or we're not in the mastermind weekly together or, you know, sitting there, it's having people that you can connect with, you can call up and ask their opinion on. Yes. All of that. So, and you know, you know, people's skills, you refer each other, all of that. I mean, you know, sometimes I just get a call out of the blue about something web design and I'm like, I- I'm happy to help you. You know, I'm like, <laughs> they're like, you're the one who knows this, help me, you know? And That's, it's like, yeah, it, yeah that bond is there. Yeah, totally, totally. And I love sending people your way for that stuff. Like, it's so cool. I'm like, call Sandra, she does it all. It's amazing. Right. And just even, to be able to like, yes, the referrals and all of that as well, but to be able to support each other yes. in our business. So well, um, and all right. on behind the scenes in the business too, right? Like having people you can be really honest with and go, oh my gosh, the last month sucked. <laughs> this was really hard. Or I just had this massive win and they know what it means because they've been with you for so long. It's mm-hmm. really, it's really cool. It's very special. Well, it's also the difference of our partners don't always understand. Like it's who we share with because everybody understands that journey when you're on it with someone else versus, you know, I tell my husband things, I'm constantly like, so this person didn't even, they don't know where their domain is or where their hosting is. And I'm like, I'll be like, that's monumental. And he's like, okay, they're going to figure it out. I'm like, right. I'm like, no, no, you don't understand though. They should know. It's so important. You know, that's great. What do you want for lunch? I am so hard with the spouses, right? And sometimes even close friends, you're just like, dude, you have no idea what I just said, do you? It's cool. I love you anyway. But it is, it's important to have your, your friends, your business friends, I think. And, um, and I'm so grateful to you and to, and to our group. I think we have a really solid group of women we can turn to. Oh my gosh, totally. And it's funny because as we've, gone out in the world in the real world and things like people have mentioned like oh your crew you know like we support each other we show up at things for each other we do that and you know it's funny to have someone from the outside so to speak mention it i'm like yes we do we do support each other oh cool yeah yeah where there's one there's eight (laughs) (laughs) i just can't wait till we can go out and hug and like be together and all hang out and oh my gosh that first time we go out is going to be bananas i'm just saying it now well we'll have to plan the we'll have to plan the dinner the dinner again (laughs) hold on redo you know We share a lot of these ideas. And one thing that has recently stuck with me that I heard, I mean, we're both loving the Clubhouse experience. And I was in a room with you in Clubhouse and I heard you talking to someone about, and and this is a good example of like the work that you do. Uh, And I'm bringing this up because of that. Like this is going to clue in the audience to like who you are. You know, the conversation was about like 
your personal views and your personal stance and bringing that forward in business, you know, standing up for what you believe in politically. Mm. And, and that's usually a topic in business that doesn't get really talked about. And, you know, this idea really stayed with me because it's something that I've been moving towards, you know, that idea of the universe has our back. And, you know, it's something that I've just been more vocal about in my belief that, yeah, I believe there's something bigger. It's not a religious thing for me and not a religion. But I've been bringing that more more into my work and, you know, a little bit more of the woo about myself. <laughs> yeah. And I think, you know, asserting your beliefs and placing them front and center in your business is good. And and you have always been a person who has, you know, stood, took a took a stance on things. And I, I feel that's really important. And let's let's talk about that a little oh, bit. Oh boy. Wow. Well, first of all, I'm glad you that that's kind of what you've seen. I don't always feel that way. There are times I I still get nervous, right? I'm, I mean, we're, we're all still human, right? We still have these moments of like, shoot, should I talk about this? But I think, <laughs> I think what's really happened, I mean, listen, I'm always talking about women's issues, right? So I'm going right at it. I've been talking about mansplaining. I've been talking about getting cut off. I've been talking about women's pay. I mean, I've been doing this for so many years. I've been cutting on the edge of things that make people uncomfortable for a long time. But then, you know, when 2020 happened, I spontaneously started hosting something called Coffee with Coach. It was totally organic. I had no intention of doing it. And it spurred out of thin air literally right after the lockdown happened. Like, I think we locked down on Wednesday. On Monday, I started with Coffee with Coach. And I went live every single morning for four months. Every single weekday morning for four months, I went live. And it was just to support people because it was such a scary time. But I think, Sandra, what happened during 2020 that gave me even more courage to do this is, for me, it became even more clear what was right and what was wrong. And I had a moment where I was like, if I'm going to be a coach and I'm going to play it safe, that's ridiculous. Like, that is one of the most hypocritical things I can do is I can't tell people to quit their corporate jobs and start a business that is so risky and it's so hard and it takes so much courage, but I can't tell you what I think is morally correct and incorrect. That's insane. And I just, it just got really clear for me. I wish I could say it was more courageous than that. It really wasn't. It was just like, this is stupid. Like, why would I ever not say what there is for me to say? And there are times I think in this space, and you know, I have very love-hate relationship with the coaching industry because I think there's a lot of toxic positivity and I think there's a lot of places where coaches are full of craps, excuse me, but I'm going to say it like it is. And I wanted to make sure I was role modeling the way on this one. Did I get it right every time? Probably not. But I remember the day that George Floyd was murdered, how many people showed up on Coffee with Coach. And I think it was the biggest day we'd had. And I didn't anticipate that, but they were like, we want to know what you think. Tell us the truth. And I was like, well, this isn't business mentorship, but let's go. And at the same time, I felt like it was because it was like, we, one of the things I've said since day one is we're not compartmentalized, right? We don't just like be a mom and then be a CEO and then be a wife and then be a friend. Like we're one person. And one of the things that 2020 taught me as far as bringing ourselves into our business is that if it's going on out there, it's going on in here, meaning inside of us. And we got to deal with that. And if we're not happy with what we're seeing out there, whether it's our industry, which I talk about, the amount of money that we're making, what we're seeing socially, what we're seeing racially, what we're seeing politically, then what the hell are you going to do about it? 
and sitting around and talking about it and blaming other people is being part of the problem as opposed to being someone who takes the second to breathe and have the tough conversation. And while it wasn't necessarily specifically about business, I personally would not want to work with someone who wasn't able to do that for themselves and for the people in their lives. So I hope that makes sense. Yeah, totally. And I think that it's an attractor. Like now that I've gone back through it and processed it, it's that whole putting your views out there, whether Mm -hmm. they're on women's issues, political, however, like that's an attractor because when all of this happened in 2020, like I texted you, there were like a few people I texted because, and and I think my text was even something like, I, it wasn't even specific, but it was like, there's a, this, this is crazy times. And I know we feel the same. And I just appreciate that. I can just like, send you a text because like we think the same in that respect because there was so sometimes you come under there's so much where you don't feel like there's someone to relate to you know totally. so being that whether it's a sexual orientation whether it's a you know anything a racial piece like you are able to relate like I feel like that's an attractor in yep. terms of your talk and your authenticity and bringing that in so I, I you know for me I I think back through the year and I'm like, there were like three people that I reached out to because they are, I I felt like I could trust them. And I felt like, you know, you were one of them. And there were two others that I was like, okay, those, you know, and that to me is because they put their beliefs out there, you know, so that I felt like, and then yes, I know them personally, of course, but I mean, I felt like I could go to them and I find I'm attracted even to the people on Instagram who were like standing up for I see this happening and I'm yes. not against, I'm against that. I'm not down with right. that. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not down with that either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I like you. I'm going to buy your course now. You know, yeah. like, I feel like that, that makes sense. It does. Well, it's part of, I think it just goes back to what we were saying about being compartmentalized, right? Like people, the wallet speaks, right? We know this about big, big organizations or big companies. Like, I'm not going to buy from this one because they do child labor, or I'm not going to go from this one because they support this thing, or they're ripping apart the rainforest or whatever it is. We know the power of the wallet. And I think for those of us that are small businesses, if we don't say what we stand for and what we're against, people don't, they can't make an informed decision with us. They Mm -hmm. don't know where we stand. And I think it is part of our responsibility to tell the truth. Agreed. And I think also it gives people a sense of like who you really are, you know, like I'm putting it out there who I really am. And for me, it's a little bit more, I'm bold, I'm personable, but I'm going to be like, whoa, the universe is working for you. Good. And and without being like, uh, you know, so witchy about it or so super woo about it, but it's like, that's my piece that I'm bringing forward now. And I love that you're doing that, by the way. Total side note, as your friend who's watched you for 152,000 years, I'm really excited to hear that that's coming through. And I love the way that you talk about it. You know, we have a mutual friend too who always talks about being grounded, but really spiritual, really aware and really awake. And I think that's something you can break. I always talk about breaking industries, right? Like that's mm-hmm. another thing you can go in and break where it's just, it's just listen, there's lots of ways to have faith, right? And that is a form of faith, but there's lots of ways to be faithful and lots of ways to relax into the inner workings of our shared humanity and of the world and the environment, all those things. There's so many different ways to look at it. And I love that you're sharing about it. I think it's so cool. 
Thank you. It's, it's like who I want to be now, who like I decided that like, I'm going to take this conversation that we would have, you know, when we're with our, our small group and I'm going to have that on the outside more, you know, I was always like a little more cut and dry and be like, okay, this is how you do it. And, (laughs) And I feel like I've come into my own and released a little bit into that. So thank you. And that's the value of long term. It is. It's so cool to see you do this. And I think, and I think you're right. It is time to bring it in because I think people are looking for it too. Yeah. And it just, uh, I'm so much more at ease. I'm just like, okay, I'm just, this is what I say. And if it's not good for you, it's okay. Oh, isn't that okay? I might have a friend who might be able to help you. (laughs) There's that too, but isn't there that, I think you just spoke the truth about it right there. Which is, I was actually just talking to somebody the other day about how people have their Instagram life and then they have their real life and they are not the same and the exhaustion (laughs) that that is to keep that up. And I think you just nailed it. It's like so much easier to just be who you are. Just show up and let's stop with this $80,000 photo shoot. My hair's curled perfectly BS. I'm just over it. Right. And, And it's how I show up. In when we work together, because totally. I don't have time for that, right? Like, no, I love it. Yes, it's so authentic. <laughs> it's so real. So, you know, on that whole idea of showing up, you showed up big time recently. Uh, you do a conference every year. And I want to dig into your your thought process. I mean, this year, you couldn't do an in-person conference. And I've been to your in-person <laughs> conference. Yeah. Last year, I wasn't able to go, but it was a three-day travel in Utah, the whole nine yards. So how was that decision to Mm. make it virtual versus not do it at all? And let's talk about that a little bit. Like how did that come about? And well, I got to tell you, so, you know, throughout our journey as business owners, you, you kind of hone in on where your happy places are (laughs) in business, right? Like I think both of us Mm -hmm. have found, we love podcasts. And one of those things for me is being on stage. Like it is just time disappears and I can prepare and prepare and prepare. And I still don't know what comes out of my mouth because half the time talk about woo woo or whatever. I don't know where it comes from, but I don't think it's all for me. That being you're said, such a good storyteller. You oh, are such so a good, good. storyteller. Oh, you are so kind. Honestly, Sandra, there are times I get off stage and I'm like, I have no idea what I just said. And I, and I'm grateful for that. Like I really am <laughs> comfortable up there. Like it's not a problem. I would do it every day, all day if I could. I even have a voice coach who just to help me keep my vocal cords strong. So if I do start talking more and more and more every single day, all day, aside from my clients that I'd be able to do that and project, I take it really seriously and I love it. And it was really hard in 2020 mm-hmm. not to see the people's, you know, so that was hard right, enough. You feed off their energy. That is such an That's- interesting point of your, you know, when you're telling this story, I mean, you're seeing people's reactions to yes. And virtually, how did that, How you know, well, first of all, you had to decide to go virtual, then tell us. Yeah, well, you know, because I did coffee with Coach, right? I mean, and I think that was however many days in a row that was. We counted the hour once. I don't remember how many hours. It was a lot, right? So there was mm-hmm. me giving that way, which is, I I strongly feel that's what I'm here to do. And, and so I kind of felt okay about it. I was fine. I was fine. I was fine. And then all of a sudden, I was not fine. <laughs> it was like October. And I was like, it has been a full year since I've been on a stage. I'm not okay with this. So I sat down with my 
virtual assistant whom I call my my work wife. She's been with me for 10 years. I just love her. She can read me so quickly. And she's like, uh-oh, what's going on? She's like, we're about to do something, aren't we? And I said, yep, we are. <laughs> and you know, the conference that I do, it is three full days. I'm on stage for about 10 hours each day, not just talking the whole time. There's exercises and stretches and fun stuff and breaks, but it's a lot of content. And I change it every year anyway, but I just thought, how the heck could we do this? I'm not going to make people sit in front of their computers for 10 hours a day. That's mean and a little bit narcissistic. So I was like, we're not doing that. So what I did was I distilled down what I thought were the most important parts of it or the parts I felt maybe people need the most after 2020. And so I broke that down into smaller chunks and to take care of the audience piece, but also to take care of my monthly students. I have a uh, the Game on Girlfriend membership. What we did is we broadcasted the conference out for free on mm-hmm. Facebook. So it was totally free. You could share it. It was just out there. And we did that through Zoom. But what most people didn't realize is my monthly students were on Zoom with me. And so while I was the only one broadcasting out, I did have their feedback. So during exercises or things like that, I could watch what they were talking about in the chat and I could look over and see their faces. I could see how long it took them to write. They would look up. They'd give me high fives virtually, that sort of thing. And that was how I sort of struck the hybrid piece of Mm -hmm. having the audience there with me. So I was like, hello, because I can do lives. I can go on video. That's fine. But for something that intense, it was really great to have my monthly students there with me. You know, now that you say it, because I didn't realize that as a as a viewer, right? But your style, your you know, you were you would say like, does that make like you would you would be talking to that, and yeah. now it's like, oh, you were talking to someone, like, <laughs> and getting feedback. So that really, and not that it didn't make sense, not knowing that they were there, but I was like, oh, I can I can envision that now. Mm-hmm. And you brought some great speakers in. Like, I love that you also brought in some things that were timely and some different people to talk about, you know, and and break things up as you would in your normal conference. You know, you do have different speakers at times and highlight different women and what they're doing. That's super cool. And so would you think of some, I mean, for next year, would it be, obviously it depends on, can we travel? Can we get together in the same room? All of that. But did you like that virtual experience even? Like, would you have some sort of hybrid next time where maybe it's in person and then simulcast out so that, you know, that's a step where you may have not done or? Yeah, that's really interesting. I mean, usually what I do for people who can't make the conference live, what I've done is it's recorded. And so if you can't make it live, you can purchase the recordings. So we've done that in the past and everybody who attends lives gets the recordings for free so that they can go back. If there was a moment that really meant a lot to them, they can go back and see that and sometimes even see the back of their heads or something like that or hear the questions from the audience, like that kind of stuff. So it's fun for them to do that. I don't know, to be totally honest with you, I I think given Coffee with Coach and how much I am in front of the camera, we've launched our YouTube channel. We put our podcast on YouTube as well. Like as much as I'm in front of the camera, I don't know if we can travel. I really, really, really want to be with people. Like Mm -hmm. I really want to be with people. And I do think there is something special. Like there are times I'll, I'll do really emotional exercises with people and that they can get up and hug each other or be with each other or pass each other tissues. Like all that kind of stuff really matters. And the friendships that get created and people coming in from all over the world and getting to meet each other like that 
it's really special. Will people still be up for it after all this? I don't know. It's going to be interesting to kind of watch the market. Like, are people going to want to get on planes or are they going to want to stay home? Are they going to be aching to get on planes? I don't, I don't know. So I'll kind of have to watch and I'll do surveys and talk to people and please, if people even want to comment on the podcast here and be like, yes, we want live events. Let me know. <laughs> like for all of us to know, like, do we want live events again or do we want to stay virtual? I mean, because I hope a lot of people who used to have long commutes fight to stay virtual so that we can be with our families more and things like that. But for something that's, you know, kind of special and I, I find for women uniquely, it's important for us to get out of our normal day-to-day space to do things like that. Completely and get in each other's energy for yes. sure yes without uh, kids so, or obligations oh, and things she said seriously, right just all, <laughs> right. On, in a hotel room, all yeah. on your own maybe we book a massage too who knows yeah so you mentioned the game on girlfriend membership so you have done courses over the years and then you've you know opened this membership site and so how does like what you do in the membership differ like why a membership site versus courses where, you know, you've had them and you've had success with them and people go in and maybe go to a different one. Like, let's talk about why a membership for you and what's going on in there and, and, and give us some insight. Oh, so much fun. Well, honestly, for me, the membership, I first launched it three years ago before memberships were trendy. I'm, I love that. I made me so happy. <laughs> but You're ahead of the curve. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> it's kind of, Sandra, it's kind of like what we've been talking about this whole time. I don't want to just be people. Like, I don't want to just be people. I don't want to just be with people for only six months at a time. And, you know, if you work with me one-on-one, it's a six-month booking. Mm-hmm. And then it's like sometimes people go back, like whether they're the executives I work with or people who've launched their business, then they get in their business, they get so busy. And I'm like, I miss you, you know, and we'll catch up mm-hmm. and talk. But the membership to me provided more of a long-term consistent touch point with these women that I just, love. And so what we do inside the membership is I do one workshop every single month that I just go live. They're in Zoom with me, much like they were during the conference. So we're in there. They can just raise their hand. I'm 100% accessible to them. They get coached directly in front of the rest of the members. And what I love about it is it's not huge. This is not a 10,000 women membership. Like you Mm -hmm. don't get lost. I know who you are. I know what's going on for you. And I love when you raise your hand and participate with us, like that to me matters more. I think what you were just saying earlier about having people with you who've been on the journey with you, that they go in there, they share their wins, they give each other surveys like, hey, you guys, I'm thinking about doing this. What do you think? Or guys, I just launched this podcast episode. I'm not sure I love it. Like to have that group to be able to talk to, I think really matters. And there are two other things I do in that group that I think are unique. One is I write a monthly memo. And this is where mm. I like open the kimono. <laughs> like, this right, is yeah, where, tell us this is how much I'm spending on Facebook ads. This is what our current conversion rate is. This is what I'm thinking of launching. They get discounts to any course or anything else I'm doing. They get automatic discounts to participate in that. And they're usually the first to know when I open the doors to the membership before I do the general public, which I enjoy because I want those women taking my latest trainings. I want them up on what's happening. So I make them incredibly affordable that way too. And then the other thing that oh, wait, we I'm going to stop you before the yes, second oh, one, just oh. to go back to the memo piece and how that is like everything that I'm sure is gold because what that can do to someone's mind 
to mm-hmm. understand how a successful business runs or the components that are built in. I feel like something like that is true mentorship. That's not just coaching. That is being a business mentor. You're helping people see how they can grow their business. Mm-hmm. To me, that is really a valuable piece because it's so insightful. Well, yeah. And I think there's been this, another BS thing I'll call on my industry in, in business, quote unquote, coaching is everything's a big secret, right? I made a hundred million dollars <laughs> like, with a ball of yarn. And it's like, no, you didn't. You lied. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. But I had $999,000 in expenses. <laughs> I know exactly. That is the part that I'm you. I haven't eaten in five days, but I'm a bazillionaire. It's like, what are you doing? Like, it's so ridiculous. So We tell the truth about that. And the other thing I have is the second somebody signs up, and I think this goes kind of with the memo, I work with them immediately. They get a free training that's just called Know Your Value. And it's not about increasing your prices. It's about understanding when you should hire. And so we've actually created a mathematical formula to help people realize what an hour of their time is worth based on their goals. And then you can see I'm worth let's make it up. I'm worth $500 an hour. It makes it really easy for you to go get those hires when it makes sense because you're understanding what it's costing you in potential revenue, in new leads, in creating great content, in actually being with the students, customers, clients that you already have. And I love that piece. It kind of goes hand in hand with the memo where it's like, let's peel back this BS curtain and talk about what's actually happening in your business and why things feel tight or why things feel like, you know, you're just on this hamster wheel. And so I love that part. And, and then we couple it with one more thing, which I added in 2020, and that's office hours. And the office hours take place inside of our private Facebook group where they can come in there and it's a post. So it's not video. There's no interaction like that. And I love that because they can go in later and read all of my responses. And so for example, in office hours, just this week, someone said, you know, Sarah, I'm about to launch my Facebook ads. I'm so nervous. What's the advice here? And so we went over what a healthy conversion rate is, what a healthy click-through rate is, how much she's going to be spending, what she should expect, what the patience factor is, how much are you going to have to spend to actually find your audience, like all those things. And now the entire group gets to go back and see that whenever they want. And it's just, for me, the membership is about stopping the BS in my industry and helping these women create relationships that actually really matter to them. That's awesome. And and I think so good in those insightful pieces to help people build businesses, because that's the piece that like, I, I mean, we deal with a lot of the same customer or the same clients, so mm-hmm. to speak, where it's like, well, how do you do that? And that's right. why my approach is very strategic when, you know, I, I, I show them, they work with me and I'm like, here's how to do it now in a step-by-step process because yeah. I didn't just wave the magic wand so that you cannot <laughs> know how to have this for your business. Like the idea is you get a sheet that che- that's a checklist of how you can now do it yourself. If you, want I to. love how you do that, by the way. I'm going to make you pause this time because Sandra, that is, I think what really sets you apart too is you don't, you don't just like send people away and go, that's right, I'm a wizard. Ha ha, good luck. Like you really, like, you're like, no. This is not rocket science. Is it something you need to learn? Yes, it is. And here's how you learn it. Here's how you do it. Here's how you implement it. And I think that's I think that's really what sets you apart too inside this industry where people can be sneaky or try to hide stuff or keep things tricky or make them seem more complicated than they actually are. And I just, I love that you're one of the truth tellers out there doing that too. Oh, thank you. And you know, it's funny because it doesn't mean you don't get business. Like there are people who they just don't want to do it. 
So, so true. that's okay too, you know? So it's not yeah. the, you know, I think people approach it the other way out of fear and they don't want that piece. Uh, they don't want to share that piece, but it actually is the opposite. It's expansive, you know, when, totally. you, when you do that and you empower people. And I always tell my people like, you hire me to jump ahead with the setup, but I'm empowering you to continue for the long game. You know, yeah, yeah you can yeah. continue. Like, it's not, like you said, it isn't a big secret. Like, and you could actually go in and look at it and figure it out. So I'm, right. why should I even hide it? You know? Right. But I think that piece, like I find, you probably experienced this too, with those aha moments. You see the light bulb go off. You know, I, I talked to someone this week when I had, set some things up for her in Kajabi. And she, and I, and then I said, okay, this is how to do it. And she said, I sent her the sheets even. And she was like, could you just walk me through? And I said, okay, I'm going to just tell you on a zoom again, there's four things. Boom, boom, boom. And she was like, Oh, like, okay. Now, even though she's like, that's the piece when you're like, see, you can do it, you know, and you know, this isn't your industry and whatever, but I think it's empowering for people to know the insides of their business and how it works. So even when they're ready to bring other people on, and here's the thing about that system doc, that system doc gets passed right on to the person. That's right. That system's there, but you already know that system and you have an understanding if something's wrong in that system. You don't have to do it, but you know, that's what's really interesting about that, that having that layup of, of pieces and systems in, in terms of that. So you can that. pass that on and delegate it. So good. I like that. And I also think that, you know, one of the things that you have always done, and, and I know that this happens inside of your membership, because this is how you work on a whole is like, you know, you're very good at, at talking about personal goals, and then understanding, like, helping people to understand their why behind those personal goals, because that's where like the magic is, right? You know, like, you know, (laughs) and, and you have a way of like helping people come to their own conclusions with that. So is that also something that kind of happens inside, you know, you're working not only on these business pieces, but is there like, what are your goals? What are you doing here? You know, what do you want? Yeah. I mean, what we talk about, usually the beginning of each quarter, right? And and inside the membership, so those monthly workshops are recorded, right? So inside the membership program behind the scenes, it's chunked up by quarter. And so we just sort of touch in on what's happening personally, because you can't not, right? Again, because we're not compartmentalized. So we do talk about that a little bit. And I was just being reminded as you were talking of someone just this, this week as well in office hours saying, you know, I'm very big on what problem do you solve? Because everybody's like, I want to empower. I'm like, no, what problem (laughs) do you solve, right? I love you. I know you want to empower people. We all do. What problem do you solve? And anybody who's worked with me knows I'm going to grill you until you can answer that question. And the one of the monthly members, she's so great. She's so thoughtful and she's so creative and artistic. And she said, I can't figure out what problem I solve because I just help people realize that the communities they're in, so this is an LGBT community, also happens to be a minority, right? Like all of these things, she goes, is it, can I just give people permission to enjoy their lives where they are? <laughs> I was like, that would be a really big problem to solve. Oh, that's that. a huge, right. Oh my right? God. And so she, because it came from such this personal place of like, through the microaggressions and through the aggressive aggressions, right? These people that she works with and brings joy to on a daily basis, 
have been told they can't do that. They can't have a joyful life. They're not okay the way they are. Like that is a big source of a problem for people. And so bringing that personal experience into what you do in work is so beneficial. One, because there's your why right there. You know, because you have gone through what you're helping other people go through faster, right? That's just awesome. We love that. And what comes out of that immediately are the personal goals that are going to have to back that up. So if you're going to go into that space, and you and I sort of talked about it here already, Sandra, where it's like, it's scary sometimes to go tell the truth. It's scary Mm -hmm. to bring the political realm into your business. And oh my gosh, she basically created her business off of that, right? So how do you do that? And what's it going to take from you as a person to be able to bring this out into the world? And it could be that you literally have to practice courage and there are ways to do that. It could be there are certain skills you need to learn. It could be that you have to get stronger physically. Like, do you need to put a health goal in here so that you can deal with the long game here? Like, the lo- this is a marathon. Are you healthy enough to do this? Are you sleeping well enough? And you can see immediately when you get kind of these almost life-centered businesses where the personal goals come through immediately because you have to be able to construct your personal life to be able to support the business as much as the business supports the personal life. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. I mean, and and you I love that you brought up the whole health piece because that's it. Like it it's a holistic piece, you know? Oh, You're it's it's holistic. You can't you can't just be eating sugar and candy and not, you know, fueling your body and have stamina to go or have creative thoughts and all of yep. that or or how the courage to drum up the courage because that takes a lot of energy as well. So I love that you brought that health piece into it as well. And I know that's something that you talk about, like, you know, that you bring into your membership as well, right? Absolutely. <laughs> they sign their health contract. I can't help I it, will sleep. I don't know. I will sleep. Damn it. I will drink more. I hate Sarah Walton. Like, yes, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, how can you not take care of your body and expect to run a business? It's just not going to work. It's just not going to work. Yeah. So... I am curious because one of the things that I have worked with you on personally has been some planning stuff. So, and and we were talking about personal goals and everything. Like, how do you do your planning for yourself and your own business? Are you a quarterly planner? Are you a yearly? Do you have that year, that five-year kind of idea, but then you really focus into quarters or how does that go yeah, for you? Yeah, such a good question. I think it's actually a really good question because everything's changed. Like, I think anybody who pretends they can have a five-year goal is a little bit... I, I never could. I never could. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was always like, I'm not sure. Yeah, it's like, you can have like maybe financial goals or like lifestyle goals, those sorts of things. Like, hey, mm-hmm. I'd like to pay off our mortgage or I would love to be able to travel more with the family. Like, those sorts of things. I can get that because you do need to know at least where you're headed as a human. But I think as a business owner to try to pretend you can figure out where you're going to be in five years, I think that's insane. Because every industry has been turned on its head in the last five years. Every single social network has been turned on its head in the last five years. Things are changing so quickly. Technology is changing so quickly. The way people consume information is changing so quickly. I mean, Sandra, we were just joking around yesterday where I was like, I, as a coach, don't want to be on social media anymore because I think it's garbage. (laughs) Everybody's like, you can't do that. I'm like, I'm aware that I can't do that. But if I'm feeling this way, I know other people are too. So what's next? And that's been over the last four months. So I don't know how we make a plan out for five years when things change that quickly, even for ourselves. 
So I am a big fan on having like an annual idea, right? Mm -hmm. So the conference would be one of those things. I knew I was going to launch the YouTube channel this year. I knew in, you know, 2020, we were going to launch the podcast. Who knew what that was going to be like, though, by the way? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Mine was supposed to launch like March. I know March 13th is our date, but I mean, like, and I was like, okay, I need two weeks to go back and re-record the thing so I don't sound tone deaf. Like right? at least acknowledge it. I so I pushed it back to April, like a couple weeks, because I was like, "This is insane! I can't be like, hi everybody, hi. <laughs> <laughs> hi are you locked in your house? Just, yes, just okay. gonna acknowledge a few things are happening, and then um, we'll go on." <laughs> I was like, "I'm yeah, just I mean, but, what a great example, even that was." But just doing it, I was like, "I'm yeah. not going to not do it because of that." You know, oh, I love it. Yeah, and I think, see that to me, that's the goal. The goal is being unstoppable, right? That to me is like, what's your goal for this year to like handle stuff? Like I'm going to handle this and I'm going to bring my best self to each situation every single day. That to me is actually a goal. And people are like, it's not figure outable. What is it? It's not actionable. It's not measurable. I'm like, really? Did I fall down? No, done. That to me is a goal because it's just things are changing too quickly and life is too unpredictable. So for me, it's about the character the quality of work, the integrity that I'm bringing, the health that I'm bringing when it's within my control to be as healthy as possible. All those things to me are trajectory goals. And then I do break it down by quarter. And this is the kind of work that you and I've done together too, Sandra. And what I talk to people about, so for those of you out there trying to create goals, you're like, oh my gosh, it's 2021. Can we open up or we're not opening up? What's happening? Vaccine? I don't know. When you look at like, three months from now or 90 days from now, the question I always have for you is how do you want to feel? Mm -hmm. Not what do you want? Because what you want, you want because you think it'll make you feel a certain way. So let's just cut that out and go straight after what you're chasing. And for most of us, right, because we're all connected and none of us are that unique, as much as I love all of us, all of us little unicorns, we're not that special. We're not that unique. We're all human. And that human feeling is usually safety, security, pride is a big one that I see a lot, feeling confident, Mm -hmm. feeling loved. And a big one I saw all over 2020, and I've talked about this for years, but I really saw it rear its head is I want to feel seen Mm. and not seen like, hi, here's my Instagram life, but like seen like for who I actually am. And I think that's part of what you're, you're like, kind of started you to like, no, this is actually who I am. And yes, I do believe the universe has your back. And Mm -hmm. this is what I want to be seen for. This is what I want to be known for. And yes, I can do all these other things for you inside your business and your strategy and the long game. And hi, my name is Sandra. And I really hope you see who I am. And I think that that was a universal experience. That's what I mean by that shared human experience. And so if that's your goal, right, I want to feel seen 90 days from now, then the next question is, all right, what will you have accomplished or what can you do to cause that feeling? And then those are actually like the tangible goals. So it could be you're starting a blog, writing a book or the first couple chapters of a book in 90 days or the outline of the book or launching a podcast or getting that website up or hosting a conference. Like there's so many different things people can come up with in order to make themselves feel seen and feel proud and feel accomplished or whatever it is the feeling is that they're chasing for that quarter. That's awesome. And it gets me thinking about the idea that you have to have the experience. Like when we're trying to figure out, you know, everyone had this time in 2020, but like, you've got to work in your business. 
to have that experience, to have those core values rise up. Like, you know, I I think people always sit down in the beginning and say, okay, I'm going to write what my mission is and my core values. And I'm like, (laughs) yes, you can kind of start. You need a starting point. Like I never say don't do that. But your core values, you really identify by being in the trenches. You know, like that's where your core values come up and show themselves. And you know, I, I just had a very interesting time with that this past year because when I cho- I, I have told the story of um, choosing my word of the year, and it took me back that uh, my word of the year is boundaries, but Love boundaries it. in a good way of not you stay away and I'm over here, but like <laughs> very much about being true to myself and what's okay with me and all of that. So again, more on the owning it, on so bringing important. your own self forward. But I, I realized as I I went back through some things that, oh, that is a core value because that happened 25 years ago. And I did the same thing 25 years ago because I'm going through papers and I'm shredding and I'm like, oh my gosh. And then I did the same thing 15 years ago. And it's like, yes, because I know I worked in a crazy, you know, uh, complicated media culture, pop culture world of whatever, but those things weren't okay then and they're not okay now either. And wow. that's where I was like, then I really identified and I had never done this for my business and sat down and said, these are my core values. And I'm like, I know what my core values are now, you know, and, and it just comes from doing, you know, no question. I think, I think that's absolutely right. And that's where, you know, like the Bernie Browns of the world talk about people who are, you know, on the field, on the court, actually doing the work and those people in the stands. And I think if anybody's listening and they're like, huh, I don't know what my values are. Get out of the stands, get on the court, Mm -hmm. start trying stuff. There's no other way to figure it out, but to actually start doing. And you know, when it comes to business as one of those things, I always say like, who do you think is going to succeed? Let's say there's two people who say they want to be great on video. Who's going to succeed? The person who starts recording stuff on their iPhone right now or the person who spends nine months researching the best camera and the best lighting and the best mic and all this. I mean, you know who's going to succeed and it's the person who gets on the court. And I think what you just said is is critical to that. And I can't believe you found it 25 years ago and 15 years ago. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy. And I always tell my clients, I'm like, you exactly that point. You can't think your business. So yes. that's why you need to act. Like, you know, and and everything evolves as well. It's like that whole picture of our business evolves. And uh, you know, you might change your name, but don't worry about it. It's not the biggest thing in the world to change your right. logo or your, you know, but you need a launching point. Like you're gonna get held back. And I mean, I know this is something we've talked about of the progress over perfection type of stuff. And it's really just an excuse. Like that procrastination is, is that fear of you going forward and you just keep yourself in the same place. So you've got to get on the court. We're going to take that. That's that's the long game thinking. Yeah, it's so true. So this conversation has been amazing, Sarah. I am so grateful for you to be here. And what the heck took us so long? I mean, I know, everybody. right? I was thinking that too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey, Sarah's I mean, got everything. A ton of good stuff for you. We're going to um, have in the show notes, you're going to be able to have the link to the Game on Girlfriend membership. All of her stuff will be there for you guys to link to. You got to check her out on YouTube, catch up on Facebook as well. And you can hop into the Facebook group and listen in on the coffee, coffee with coach, which, you know, you're still, you still do. So, there's a lot of you to, to take in. So I encourage everybody to do so. 
do so. Oh, thank you, Sandra. It's so, I just am so excited when we get to do stuff with this, like this. And so thank you so much for having me on today. It's been awesome. All right, guys, we'll see you next week. Thanks for joining me today. You can access more info in the show notes at thelonggamepodcast.net. If today's show connected with you in some way, please share it with your friends or hop on iTunes and leave me a review. Until next time, keep playing the long game.